Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now Sunrise at 5.30. We have an update on the suspect of the chemical attack in Ala Moana. We'll tell you how he pleaded. I believe we have the wrong video coming up. Okay. So Hawaiian Airlines is launching a new service for the very first time that's going to be free for passengers. Howard's going to tell us what that is. And in our Journey to China segment, Stephanie Lum going to show us some of the country's natural wonders. And our Super Bowl buddy, Stephen Casey, still in Vegas. This time they're visiting a radio station that's bringing a bit of the islands to Vegas. All right, hello guys. We got a full team here. London Aloha. Friday. Start off the morning with a few passing showers, guy. Yeah, and we'll take those, right? We'll gladly take them. Granted, most of the state is drought free now, but still, it's very nice riding in on the trade winds. We'll have those showers at least for one more day before the weather pattern really starts to change significantly. Now, we do have trade winds this morning, and that means, like you said, Lacey, a few windward and mountain showers. Not a lot of rain, right? And the showers are light in nature, passing too because we have those uh, trade winds kind of pushing the showers along. So meaningful rainfall not expected until maybe sometime next week. We'll have more on that coming up a little bit later in the show. So you see uh, trade winds are still running nice and steady, some a uh, little bit windy over on Kauai, but they'll be running about 10 to 15, 10 to 20 today and tomorrow. So humidity levels will be comfortable. We'll have some rainbows in the morning especially, and we'll have lots of afternoon sunshine. So we'll have a textbook trade wind weather day, which will likely continue tomorrow. Lighter winds coming in with some changes on Sunday. Details on that with your seven-day forecast in a few minutes. Now let's have details on the traffic. Lacey? Uh, guys, it's going to be a busy one in a section of Kalihi Valley today. i got details on this 12 12-inch water main break along a section of Kalihi Street. Here's the latest update from the Board of Water. Kalihi Street shut down in both directions. That's between the intersections of Anu'u Place and Wahine Place. As you're heading north, this is right before the Nalani Eha Street intersection. So Board of Water Supply, they're asking drivers to use an alternate route instead. You could use nearby Like Like, a little damp, but moving smoothly in both directions. But we'll keep an eye on that water main break. Other than that, no closures to tell you about. The start of this Aloha Friday commute. We'll go through the flow map coming up next in your first alert traffic. Grace, back over to you. All right, thanks, Lacey. It's now been more than six months since the August wildfires on Maui. Maui County Mayor Richard Bisson sang a song during a community gathering at the Lahaina Civic Center Amphitheater last night. The mayor joined with other county officials and faith leaders from Maui. They offered prayers of comfort, healing, and hope as well as to honor the 100 people who were confirmed lost. Now, as the cleanup on Maui continues, housing really the key focus right now. The governor says the government and private groups have spent $500 million to get evacuees into long-term units. Of the nearly 10,000 people displaced by the fires, about half are still in hotels. But with subsidies in place, many vacation rental owners have committed to two-year leases for fire survivors. Because of the incredible success of the mayor's program and the effort that FEMA and DHS have done, it's not likely we'll need the moratorium and we will meet our 
needs by March 1st. The number of housing units uh, will meet uh, the need that the families have at this pace. Uh, the last thing we want is for anybody to move. We, want, we don't want people to sell their properties. We don't want people to be taken advantage of. The governor said this week that they are only about 500 units short of getting all evacuees into long-term housing. A new study says that despite all the efforts to help fire evacuees, many are still suffering. A survey of about 200 people found three quarters still had poor respiratory health. More than half say they feel depressed and a quarter said they had unsteady access to health care. So what can be done to help? My wish would be 3,000 housing units plopped down in West Maui. It would go a long ways, I think, towards helping with uh, some of the depressive symptoms and the anxiety. My wish will be on the employment side. Uh, I think that's another concern. Uh, I mean, a quarter of the people basically on, on the survey, right? I mean, they're still looking for a job. Unconditional direct aid, big lump sums, low barriers, trust them to know how to spend their money. The survey was conducted by a team from the UH Medical School and Economic Research Organization. They plan to conduct more surveys and combine that with data from other agencies in order to help provide a better response. The Office of Housing and Urban Development is expected to make an announcement today, laying out new resources and support to address homelessness on Maui and throughout the state. Now, it comes after HUD representatives visited Hawaii this week to meet with local lawmakers and community leaders about the state's housing crisis. That press conference is scheduled for 9 a.m. today. Hawaiian Airlines is debuting some new free Wi-Fi. Howard. Yeah, this uh, is going to be a game changer, I suspect. Hawaiian this week has rolled out Starlink, a satellite broadband service for aircraft offered by SpaceX. Hawaiian is the first airline to have it, and it is free. Most airlines don't have free Internet of any kind. Delta and JetBlue offer free Wi-Fi from another provider. Starlink says the service will be the same as your home Wi-Fi, if not better. The SpaceX division uses a global network of 5,000 satellites in low Earth orbit. The first jet to get it flew yesterday from Honolulu to Long Beach. Hawaii had fewer than 9,000 jobless claims last week for a second week. The, 80, uh, the 8,554 total was down 86 from the week before. Oahu, Kauai, and the Big Island saw gains, but Maui County had 3,604 claims, and that was down about 100 from the previous week. Maui saw 55 house sales in January. That was six fewer than last year. Median price rose 14% to 1.3 million, but 92 condos sold, 38 more than last year. That median price up 21% to just under $800,000. Kauai saw a small pickup in house sales last month. 29 houses went to closing compared to 16 last year. There were 10 in Kapa'a for a million dollars median, nine in Hanalei for a median over two million, six in Koloa, median 1.7 million. Only 16 condos sold on the Garden Island, down from 26 last year. Wall Street isn't moving a great deal this morning, but what movement we're seeing is down. The Dow at the moment is down just under 50 points. Has real estate, the market on Maui, changed since the fires as far as what's being sold? I would say it has changed surprisingly little, and the reason for that is pr high prices 
meant there were almost no West Maui sales before the fire. Now there are almost no sales for a completely different reason. But because of that, there hasn't been a great deal of change. Wow. All right. Thank you, Howard. 508 now, 7-Eleven is going to take you to southern China coming up to a World Heritage Site and some new penalties for developers of monster homes. Howard will tell us what has been proposed to prevent them from being built. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. Now, first alert weather with Guy Hawk. We got a first alert up in the ocean because of a rising northwest swell. It's expected to come in later this afternoon. Hopefully it comes in early enough that it's going to allow the Lexus Pipe Pro to run today. They need two more days, and the, and the waiting period ends tomorrow. So they're under the gun. Hopefully this picks up. Now, the good thing is that with this swell, the conditions are going to be nice because we got those trade winds running at moderate speeds. Now, heads up, after this swell dies down, there's not going to be much activity until probably next week, Thursday. That's when this swell likely to pick up. Now, this swell could be double extra large, could be big enough to run the eddy. The eddy, in fact, is on standby right now with that swell, so we'll keep you posted. So this swell is expected to pick up in the afternoon. Like I said, hopefully it gets in there early enough that they could start the Lexus Pipe Pro earlier. 8 to 12 by the afternoon time, 6 to 8 down on the west side. And again, for north and west shores, conditions will be pretty nice. And also, heads up, townies, a little pulse is expected in today for most south shore spots. Now let's see what's going on out on the roads. How's it going, Stacey? We've got a lot of green up on the flow map, Guy. Let's take you out toward the west, taking you closer into Farrington Highway. Steady pace through Nanakuli. No slowdowns as you make your way into Ko'olina and onto the H1 freeway. A little empty at the H1H2 merge. The zipper lane that opened up really early this morning. Mahalo to the DOT. You can see here first vehicles entering near Manager's Drive. So right now, no road closures on the major routes. Things are looking pretty good. We'll take you into the town spots and a check on your drive time. That's all coming up next in your first alert traffic right here on Sunrise. Our journey to China series continues today with some breathtaking views in southern China. Sebi Lam visits a World Heritage Site. Southeastern China, island life on Gulang Yu. Gone are big buses and motor vehicles. This is a pedestrian island, and only electric powered carts are allowed. It's the perfect escape from city life. Next, we head north to the Wuishan Mountains. The Tianyongfeng Peak stands more than 1,300 feet tall. To reach the top is a grueling vertical climb. There are about 3,000 steps. To put that into perspective, it's like doing Coco Crater stairs three times. 
It's so tough, a large group of hikers hired one man to carry several cases of bottled water all the way to the top. <laughs> Seeing that gave us added inspiration. We came this far. We are going to walk those steps. <sighs> when you finally get to the top, the views, this is worth it. Just ungulating curves, mountains that you've never seen before. Down below, we boarded a bamboo raft and held on tight. As two steersmen pushed us down the swift current on the Nine Bend River. Wu Yishan is also known for producing some of the best tea in China in the cool mountainous climate, an abundance of oolong and black tea trees thrive. Very, very uh, famous in the world. We learned how to enjoy the area's finest black and oolong teas by smelling, sipping, and savoring its soothing and relaxing qualities. Every Chinese people, I like tea. After breakfast, I can drink a cup of tea. And before I go to sleep, I also drink a pot tea. We left the mountains for the coast of Guangdong. Crowds come to see the mythical fisher girl, daughter of the Dragon King, where the Pearl River flows into the South China Sea. Here we are in Zhuhai, the Greater Bay Area. Right in front of us is Macau, which is just a drive away. And to my left, off in the distance, is the 18-mile bridge connecting us with Hong Kong. is Asia's financial center. More than 7 million people live here, including the second highest number of billionaires in the world. As a special administrative region of the People's Republic of China, Hong Kong has its own political, economic, and judicial systems, and its own currency. Hong Kong is a British colony from 1841, yeah, so it was here for 156 years until 1997. So uh, official language is Chinese and English. High density city in the world, so uh, not many space for people living. We are on the rooftop of the YMCA Hotel. From here, you can see the impressive and famous Hong Kong skyline. Now, this city has the most skyscrapers than any other in the world. And every night, the city comes alive in a dazzling, colorful show of lights, dancing to music on both sides of Victoria Harbor, symbolizing the brilliant energy of Hong Kong.
right, that's Stephanie Love reporting. In our final episode tonight, the friendships made and lessons learned on her trip. Howard. 517, it's Friday on Sunrise on KGMB, KHNL, and K5. Still ahead, the new law targeting monster homes. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.